Hello, this is Jeff. Black Wall Street Chronicles at again. Today we're going to do a light-hearted show. Me and I'm a stand-up comedian. I thought it would be nice to talk about one of my favorite black comedians that was inspiring to me. You know, we should pay homage to um, people in our community that represents the values of free speech and taking risk and not taking any crap for anybody. Not only this comedian I'm about to talk about, it was not a great leader for black people. He was also a just a outspoken for, you know, the male gender, especially in now when we in this era, hashtag me too and time's up. We need somebody that's able to articulate the man's perspective and do it in an edgy way where it doesn't come off as being, you know, uh, mean. So um, the comedian I'm talking about is the late great Patrice Malcolm O'Neill. The first time I saw Patrice O'Neill doing stand up comedy was in Deaf Comedy Jam. And the funny thing is. I didn't even I forgot that he was on st- <laughs> um, Deaf Comedy Jam Because I was a little kid I used to watch Deaf Comedy Jam And I just saw a whole bunch of black people being funny I forgot that he was one of the comedians on there So let me tell you about Patrice O'Neill If uh, you don't know who he is uh, Patrice Malcolm O'Neill Was an American stand-up comedian, actor, and radio host He grew up in Boston and developed an interest in stand-up comedy at a young age, first performing in 1992 when his act mainly focused on conversations with his audience. Okay. Reading from this Wikipedia. O'Neill became known for his controversial style Deconstructive analysis and often confrontational point of view in his stand-up routines. His profile rose through appearance on Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn and from 2002 XM's Opie and Anthony radio show. He hosted the Black Phillips show on radio for 2006 to 2008. In 2010, Patrice O'Neill released his first and only hour-length special, Elephant in a Room. For Comedy Central, an uncut version which was released on CD and DVD. O'Neill died of a stroke resulting from his type 2 diabetes on November 29, 2011, at the age of 41. So, that's the story of the great Patrice O'Neill. Now, what we're going to talk about is his uh, controversial views when it came to gender politics and how it's so relevant now. Um, when we come and take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to talk about Patrice O'Neill's anal- analysis, uh, shark versus penguins. OK, thank you. We'll return.
this is uh, Jeffrey Frazier from Black Wall Street Chronicles. Earlier, I was talking about the late great Patrice O'Neill. So, now, earlier I made a reference to a Shark v. Penguin reference. Now, when Patrice O'Neill was a Black Phillips show and he did a couple of interviews with Matt Moran, he basically talked about the Shark versus Penguins. Now, at first, it sounds actually very funny, like you don't know what he's talking about. But you look deeper into the mating rituals of the shark and the penguin. The penguin, when they mate, they're actually one of the most monogamous animals on Earth. You know, when the uh, female has lays the egg, the male actually stays behind and actually takes care of the egg until the egg hatches, you know. You know, and sharks, oh, the mating ritual, the shark... The male shark just go around and just takes sex for the female shark. And if he runs into a female shark that doesn't like it, it's... Well, let's just say that the shark, uh, the great white sharks are the Ike and Tina Turners of the animal kingdom. I mean, any white man that's brave enough to get close to a great white shark while them two are fighting over sex... You know, I commend you. I will never get that close to a great white shark. Brave-ass white people. Brave-ass, nosy white people. Anywho. So, he used that as a reference. So, he basically say that you have these women out here that are uh, female sharks. You know, they're the alpha females, right? And when these alpha shark, when the alpha female shark gets mad at the male shark, then they want to start dating penguins. And when the female shark is dating a male penguin, is basically she's playing with her food. She doesn't look at the shark person as the mate. She's just looking him as food to play with. And what happens when a female shark gets tired of playing with the penguin, the female shark gets tired and devours the penguin and goes back with the male shark. And that is the premise of his uh, concept of male uh, uh, sharks v uh, penguins, right? So actually, this theory makes a lot of sense. It's a great analogy. I'm going to use it as an example. Okay. Let's start with uh, Black China, right? Black China, as you know, or those who don't know, she's an Instagram model, very gorgeous. She's a stripper, Instagram model, and she's famous. And she was going around Hollywood, and she was messing around with the rappers and the athletes, right? After she was done messing, after the... You know, she was basically a female shark. And after she was done messing with the rappers and the athletes and all of the male sharks, she wanted to date a penguin. And the penguin that she wanted to date was Rob Kardashian. And it's actually a great reference because Rob Kardashian is a cuck fat penguin. (laughs) He was just this big, fat, chubby penguin. And you know what happened after Black China? got done playing around with that penguin she devoured him she chewed him up got the baby got the bag chewed him up and spit him out 
See, you men need to be careful. You need to be careful about these alpha females. You, you know, you men, you have to be careful. You know, you have to look in the mirror and understand yourself. Maybe that woman is a little bit too much for you to handle. Let's give another reference. We can talk about Amber Rose and Kanye West. Amber Rose is probably one of the greatest female sharks in all of hip-hop. She's been going around... She's messing with athletes. She's messing with rappers, but Kim Car uh, and but um, Kanye West is a penguin. And when Amber Rose got tired of playing with her food, she kicked Kanye West to the curb. And then Kanye West, instead of dealing with the fact that she's an alpha shark and she's too much woman for you to handle, then you want to go around and slut shame her. Like, Go around the slut shamer is um basically hey whether you call Amber Rose a slut or not you decided to date her you was having sex with her you was licking her bald head she was giving you a head you was down there all up and enjoying that exotic mysterious little Amber Rose and all of a sudden she doesn't do what you want her to do now you want to get rid of her and call her a whole bunch of hoes and bitches come on man self accountability you're just a cuck penguin not to say nothing we gotta be careful man we really gotta be careful because here, here's another thing because it seems like I'm actually being on a woman's side where I'm not not at all because Here's what's going on, I feel like. I feel like we're in the era of the hashtag me too times up movement. And we have these uh female sharks. These female sharks, they all go after the alpha sharks. They all go after the alpha males. When these alpha males don't want them, then they try to go after the the penguins, the blue pill males, you know, the regular guys, us monogamous guys, you know what I'm saying? And then when we find out, because we're in the age of information and everybody on the internet is talking about red pill knowledge and they start to come out with the find out about the manipulating nature, uh, manipulating nature of some woman, then all of a sudden they find out that they're not able to get a proper mate. You know, we have all these guys going MGTOW, saying that they're men ray activists and they're becoming incels. These guys are disappearing into their comic books, their video games, and their card games. They're disappearing in their anime to cope that they're not getting attention from women. And then these women want to get mad and then they want to shame everything that all the hobbies that men do. Oh, you're not paying attention to me, so... I'm going to infiltrate your hobby and I'm going to force you to pay attention to me. And that's just creating more division in gender politics. Like, I don't know. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to give more examples of Shark V Penguins. Thank you.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Wall Street Chronicles back at it again. Earlier I was talking about uh, Patrice O'Neill's theory, Sharks v. Penguins. And we're talking about how his concept actually affects gender politics today. So earlier I already told you how the, the hashtag MeToo movement, the Time's Up movement, where women are angry that the men that they want are not treating them with the respect that they deserve. In my opinion, I believe that, you know, self-accountability, maybe that the something is wrong with you. Maybe the men that you're attracted to is just being disgusting. You know, maybe you're attracting the wrong men to you. Now, first off, if I believe that you're a victim of sexual assault and you're a victim of rape, this doesn't apply to you. I'm talking about the women who are just as disgruntled that they have been dating, they have um, been dating assholes and douchebags and relationships, and they want to internalize that hatred and take it out on their men. That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So let's give an example, right? So you have Cardi B. Uh, I like Cardi B. As a, I think she's okay. Uh, I personally don't have a problem with her. But you see, Cardi B, she is. Uh, well, she's been. I feel that all her life she's been disrespected by men. She says she's a victim of a domestic violence situation where she was hang, uh, she was in her man's mother's house and a man used to beat her up. And the only way that she was able to get out was to go to a strip club and do what she got to do on that pole or whatever else she had to do to get that shmoney, as she says. But on the term when she was getting that shmoney, we finding out that she likes to you know, perk men up or quaalude them as a nickname. That's what we call it ever since Cosby got caught up. So what she liked to do, she quaalude men and she steal their money and she robbed them. Now, at first I was like, nah, there's no way, you know, there's no, you know, there's a big difference between robbing somebody and raping somebody. This is horseshit, right? Then she goes on the internet and then she says, oh, if a man's dick is still hard while I'm having sex with him but he's perked up, that means it's not rape. I'm like, oh, I just want to let y'all know that Bill Cosby went to jail for the same shit. She sounds like a <laughs> an episode of Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Like, what's up? It's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine I say some shit like that in a courtroom? I'd be like, um... Your honor, it's not rape if her pussy is still wet. That's this not rape. <laughs> the motherfucking judge will throw me under the jail, B. Facts. I'll be all the way under the jail. The double standard of this situation is so real. And the funny thing is, is like I think it's the shark v penguin situation where this woman she used to chase rappers, athletes, and all the hot boys. These men treated her like crap, probably passed her around, and she got beat up. And then all of a sudden, she decided to become a stripper and take out that anger that all of the men 
all of those blue pill beta male manginas that was throwing money at her ass. <laughs> you know? Yeah, then this is what happens when you're dealing, you know, she's the female shark and all of y'all desert thirst ass niggas is just penguin food to her. You're just food. She's going to devour you. All of you, all of y'all, just food. So it's there's a couple of other situations I can use to this. Like, who's another female shark? Uh, a fem, an angry female shark that's mad. I I can use Monique as a reference. I could talk about Sister Monique, even though it doesn't has necessarily do with anything sexual, but. Sister Monique is angry at uh, Oprah Winfrey, Steve Harvey. Uh, she's mad at uh, various black men and black women who did not stick up for her for the Oscars and did not stick up for her when she was crying about not being paid equally. Monique is funnier than some of the comedians that is getting all this money on Netflix. Namely Amy Schumer Again don't have a problem with Amy Schumer I think she's funny but Monique is way Funnier than her And she's been doing the fat girl jokes for years So So You know Monique is mad So she's like alright What she's doing Is she's internalizing her hatred And she's taking it out on everybody else And the reason she's Taking it out on everybody else as she's defending Roseanne. Like, she's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. I don't know at all. So, what we're going to do is we're going to come back and I'm going to give, hand out more examples of Patrice O'Neill's Shark v. Penguins concept. Thanks.
Welcome back. This is Jeff for Brax Wall Street Chronicles. We back at it again. So, earlier I talked about the great Patrice O'Neill and his Stark v. Penguins concept. Now, um, you have these alpha women that gets mad at because the men that they want are not treating them right. And then they go after men that's lesser and when they're done playing and they're basically treat these they don't treat these men as equal they treat these men as their food and once they're done devouring their food they'll leave them and go back to the man that they want actually so uh, we have the situation where not only the shark v penguins concept goes on in relationships and sexual activity it goes on in business right so we need to talk about the tragedy of yahoo.com you see yahoo.com was actually a rival to google it was one of the top search engines ever right but what happened is is that the ceo of yahoo was a woman and what she did is she fired all the men and put the woman in the positions. So she made all of the administrative body, the manager, all controlled by women. And you know what happened? They crashed. Now the reason why they crash is because you have no diversity. So you have these women that are basically angry that men are in charge. So what they do is they infiltrate into a company They infiltrate in this company Take it over And then they destroy the company It's like these women are not interested in You know Running a business These women was in- interested to be an engineer of chaos And basically destroy something that men have created You have to be aware of these agent, agent of chaos women You know you know, hurt people hurt people. You have these women that are mad at men, and you have these women that matter society, and what they do is they take out their frustration and anger on innocent men. And if you are an entrepreneur and you own a business, you need to be cautiously aware of individuals like this. People who are aging in chaos who just want to come in and start trouble. You know, you need to have your human resource department running efficient. Now, I'm going to read an article uh, about uh, men who are falsely accused of sexual assault and how they need male recognition. All right. Give me one moment. This article is from this website called The Statesman. Uh, it's by Gabby Parado. This is an article written by a woman, by the way. It's interested. Maybe she's a new alt. I don't know. All right. So I'm going to read our article. One in six men will experience some form of Calchex sexual violence in their lifetime, according to the National Sexual Violence Resource Center. Yes, men. 
The American Psychological Association defines sexual abuse as unwanted sexual activity with their perpetrators using force, making threats, or taking advantage of victims not able to give consent. The National Sexual Violence Resource Center reported that 1 in 16 men are sexually assaulted in college. Statistics like this are a perfect example of why we need to expand our mindsets. We need to expand. Give me a second. Why we need to expand our mindsets when it comes to the involvement of men in rape culture. On Facebook, there are about only a dozen relevant pages of him, hashtag him too. A movement advocated for falsely accused attackers. Instagram has about 15,000 posts related to the hashtag compared to the female movement's 1.6 million. Lately, men, especially those who have been falsely accused of rape and sexual assault cases, have been advocated to be recognized in movements relating to this on October 31st, 2018. NPR released a podcast elaborating on how Hashtag Him Too started as a counter movement to Hashtag Me Too. It is obvious from the number of social media as, um, excuse me, lately men, especially those who have been falsely accused of rape or sexual assault cases, have been advocating to be recognized in movements relating to this on October 31st, 2018, NPR released a podcast elaborating on how Him Too started as a counter movement to rape culture. Counter movement acted to rape culture. It is obvious from the number of social media posts that the movement is relatively small, but it also correlates with the number of falsely accused attackers. About 2 to 10% of rape accusations are false, according to Violence Against Women. An international journal, though this percentage is minuscule, the fact that this assist can affect falsely accused for years. In May 2018, two men, Vindek Perry, 21 at the time, and Gregory Counts, 19 at the time, was proven innocent in a rape case in 1992. Both men were claimed guilty of raping, sodomizing, and kidnapping women. The woman claimed in the New York State Supreme Court case that she was shoved into a car and keys and raped both in the car and in Central Park. She also claimed that there was a third man involved. All three men knew her boyfriend through selling drugs with him. The woman showed semen on her underwear to prove a case. Case. Due to DNA testing, hold on. Due to further investigation, DNA testing, it is found that the DNA was not Perry's or Count's. Don't mean, get me wrong, I'm for the hashtag MeToo movement. Give me a second. My um, thing is malfunctioning. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for the hashtag Me Too 
increased sexual violence awareness and legitimate attacks should be punished severely for their actions but those who are falsely accused should be more acknowledged at least with more than a dozen facebook pages there was also a highly tweeted meme regarding him too the person who posted it had obviously had no regard for the meaning of the movement but this teaches a lesson why it needs more recognition Him too, however, should not serve as just an excuse or a way for men to pity their unwanted actions. Men cannot commit acts of rape or sexual assault and the excuse of being drunk or high. If we are going to emphasize this, this has to be legitimate, and the more men that don't take it seriously will reflect how the public thinks about it. This same concept also applies with hashtag me too. The more false accusations, the late rape culture and the me too movement will be taken seriously. Don't have tunnel vision. Realize that there's some men can be innocent too. That was actually a great article by this woman, and I respect her fairness and I respect her um, opinion on it. Yes, you can't have tunnel vision in this situation. Men can be victims of rape, and men can be found innocent of rape. You can't just make false accusations. Because if you keep making false accusations, the hashtag Me Too movement is not going to have any credibility. So we're going to come back. And when we come back, I'm going to close the show off about my opinion on the great Patrice O'Neill, Shark V Penguins, and the fact that men who are in positions of power need to worry about these women, these manipulating women who may be agents of chaos.
Yeah, this is Black Wall Street Chronicles back at it again, taking a sip of my water. Well, I'm gonna close the show out and just want to say, um, if you have any questions, and I'm thinking about starting a Facebook page talking about men who are falsely accused of crimes that they didn't commit, falsely accused of rape. I think if we, you know, start talking about that, maybe we can. I don't really counter I don't want to counter the hashtag me too movement I think it's a good movement and the reason why I like the hashtag me too movement because it's going to expose all of the hypocrisies and the double standards of gender politics which I think was needed so I want to thank you very much uh, look out for my next uh, episode on YouTube and hopefully soon I'll finally be on iTunes thank you take care bye bye